All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Better late than never. Welcome. It's baby. Hello. Fucking Anton Lander. I like, really like the backup Two episodes in a week. It can only mean one thing. It can only Thank mean no. one thing. Yes, sir. This is Cesus. Hello. Cesus. Did you want me to do? Do you want me to do a second episode, Cesus? Cesus. Uh huh. You can't just keep repeating your name, you know. Tyler Uremchuk is so fucking sexy. He is. Cesus. Cesus. <laughs> All right. Fucking Anton Lander. Turning this down. Survey of Brett, thank you as always for the intro music. A little reaction episode of Better Late Than Never coming at you on a Friday. Come on. Who's not excited about that? Right? But, of course, these only happen. These only happen when there's something that happens. So what happened today? I recorded an episode of this podcast on Wednesday, and I was talking about, hey, what needs to happen? What doesn't need to happen? What kind of moves we got? What's still yet to come? We've got, you know, it's now September 2nd as I'm recording this today. We're three weeks out from the preseason starting, so stuff still has to get done. Well, early this morning, 11 a.m., it was announced that the Winnipeg Jets had signed our boy Sam Gagne to a one-year contract worth $750,000, and I got to tell you, I was not happy about it. Boo! Ever since Sam posted that workout picture of himself, or of of his workout photo with that Oilers t-shirt that he was wearing folded over whatever the machinery was, ever since that moment, we've been thinking, all right, Sam's coming back in for a tour, a third tour of duty. I'm excited. The last time he left, I was sad when he left because he was part of the Andreas Athanasiou trade, and he didn't get to experience any of that playoff run, albeit, you know, you know the thing that happened. You know that thing. 
So anyway, when they, when the idea of Sam coming back on either a cheap deal or like a PTO or something like that started circling the internet after that workout photo came out, I was starting to get excited. Then what was it? A week or two ago, Sam Gagne on Instagram posts a picture of him with Leon and Connor. I'm like, it's just, it's going to happen. How are those guys hanging out right now if this is not going to happen? How? Tell me. Tell me. Because it just seemed like it was too good to be true. It just seemed like our boy, our man, our dude that we all love unconditionally, Sam Gagne, he was going to come home, finally get to play on a good, strong Oilers team that is going to the playoffs and finally get to compete with the team that drafted him. You know, I think that there was so much to like about that story. There was so much to like. So when the news came out that the Winnipeg Jets had signed him, you should have seen the mood at Nation HQ today. We were all just kind of like, no! It was basically that for like 10 minutes. And here's the thing too. I'm going to admit to you right now, podcast confessions. I didn't even really know where Sam Gagne was going to fit in the lineup. I just figured that he was going to be a fourth line guy, plenty of character, plenty of try, plenty of good attitude. And I just figured it was going to work. I figured it made too much sense. And then fucking Winnipeg comes in and steals them with their airportless jets. It just, it sucks. So when I think about that, I wonder if the Edmonton Gagne connections were true, but that they offered him like, Ken Holland offered him a PTO, a professional tryout, whereas the Winnipeg Jets gave him a one-year contract. I wonder if that was it. Because Tom Gazzola, who was kind of the first guy on this a while back, he doesn't make this shit up. So I wonder if the Oilers just offered Sam Gagne a PTO and he's just like, yeah, I'm interested in a PTO in Edmonton. I'd love to come back. I love Edmonton. My wife's from Edmonton. The Oilers are great. They drafted me. The city is just, it's sexy and it's hip and it's fun and it's 2,000 degrees. Who doesn't want to be here? Again, by the way, as I said on Wednesday, it is smoking hot in my house and I'm doing this reaction episode, not for my health. No, 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 no. Just I'm doing this because I love you. I love you. So we're going to talk a little Sam Gagne, and I'm going to confess that I'm hurt. Even though, as I said just two seconds ago, I didn't know where he was really going to fit on the roster. All I know is that the Edmonton Oilers organization is better, it makes me happier, and is 100% more handsome and wholesome with Sam Gagne on the roster. That's what I'm going to say. And I think that, I think that's fair. I think that's fair. Yeah! Thank you, little John. Um, so we were dealing with that. We were dealing with that. And we lost Sam Gagne, and we're like, well... The good news is, is maybe I'll have a opportunity to play in Winnipeg, right? I, uh, I just, I, th- I think that there was a lot of hope that he was going to come into town and just, we were going to make some fun. We were going to have some fun. But he's going to Winnipeg on Oilers Nation Radio today. Tyler actually looked through the Jets lineup, the, like the forward lineup. And what they said was, what he kind of broke down, he's like, listen, if you look at this forward group in Winnipeg, Sam Gagne has got a much better chance to play on a nightly basis in the bottom six of their lineup than he does with ours. Makes perfect sense. Makes perfect sense. Go download ONR. We just had a fresh episode go up. Tyler has the full breakdown on that. But what happened later? Well, let me tell you, friends. Let me tell you what happened later. Bruce McCurdy from the Edmonton Journal calls it hockey. He is a, an astronomer. Well, he loves stars. Anyway, I love Bruce. Bruce is great. I don't know what Bruce was doing on the Oilers website today, but he was cruising the roster page 
Must be working on something over at Cult of Hockey, but I need to check out the roster page. And then what does he notice on there? He notices Ryan Murray's name. Ryan Murray's name on the roster page for the Edmonton Oilers. And he goes, well, that's news to me because there had been no news about Ryan Murray coming to Edmonton. Surely this must be a mistake or the Oilers web team, you know, they might have uh, pulled the trigger a little early on making that update. You know, they, they, they saved their work a little too early. They saved their work a little too early. So what was interesting is that Bruce found Ryan Murray on the website at 12.40 p.m. Mountain Time. That's when Bruce posted the screenshot that he found. He's like, hey, Ryan Murray's here. Uh, his tweet exactly is, Oilers decor per team website looks like Ryan Murray is in. Seven minutes later, the Oilers official account tweeted out that the Oilers had signed Ryan Murray to a one-year $750,000 deal. I love this because if somebody at the Oilers HQ today, they got a talking to because they saved their work seven minutes too early. And Bruce was the investigative journalist on this one, and he found it. He broke the news. So shout out to Bruce McCurdy. Getting to the business of Ryan Murray coming in, I, I'm intrigued by it. I'm intrigued by it. I don't necessarily, uh, I mean, it's not going to be like one of those, this is going to move the needle. We are now officially cup contenders. It's not one of those moves. What it does do though, to me, is it gives the Oilers a little bit more depth. It gives the Oilers a little bit more depth on that left side. He is an NHL veteran. Ryan Murray, to this point in his career, has played 432 NHL games. So he's been around. And I think he's going to help create some competition on the left side. And he makes no money. His contract last year with Colorado was $2 bucks. He signed for a league minimum this year. Again, he did not play a playoff game with the Colorado Avalanche during their cup run. But he was part of that team. He played 37 games with them during the season. He only had four assists, though, mind you, and two PIMs to go along with a minus three rating. So not exactly the sexiest year in Colorado for Ryan Murray. I don't expect him to have a sexy season here in Edmonton, but what I do like about this move is it makes sure that Philip Broberg is not the default three left-handed defenseman. He's not the third-pairing LHD by default, just looking at the roster, not a moment played of training camp. Having competition on that left side, especially on defense that I still think needs work, you can bring in Ryan Murray all you want. We need, we still need defensive upgrades, to my opinion. But what this does do is it gives them a cheap deal that they can create some competition on that left-hand side. He's a veteran. He is an NHL veteran, and having more of those generally is going to help. What's going to be interesting, though, is now because of Ryan Murray coming in, the left-hand side is getting a little bit crowded. And there's also some waiver eligibility conversations that the Oilers are probably having at their offices right now with a guy like, what do you do with Dmitry Samarikov? He needs to clear waivers to go down to Bakersfield this year. What do you do with him? Do you have him riding as your your kind of seventh guy? You can send Broberg down to Bakersfield, no problem. He's still allowed to go down. So what are the Oilers going to do? What are the Oilers going to do? Are they going to risk losing Samorikov for nothing? Do they care? Is he going to be part of a trade? My idea today that I had on ONR is looking at that waiver eligibility, looking at the cap situation where I'm going to get to in a second. Maybe he's part of a trade. Maybe he's a tossin. Clears up a contract on the books. Maybe he's a guy who they don't necessarily have in their plans all that much. I don't know. I'm just thinking out loud here. I'm just guessing. So as for the cap situation, we talked about this on Wednesday. I don't know how this works. Again, 
Me, stupid, me moron blogger podcast guy. I need someone smarter than me to figure it out for me. So Puckpedia, what they've got is with Murray signed at 750K, the Oilers are $7.56 million over the cap with 22 players on the projected roster, plus Clefbaum and Smith potentially going on LTIR as well. They still need to sign Ryan McLeod. With Clefbaum and Smith going on the LTIR, the Oilers will still need to clear $1.9 million plus sign McLeod. So if my math is correct, it's looking at about, the Oilers are going to need to figure out about $2 million and change, give or take $250,000. Life is full of awesome what-ifs, and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at UH1.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. So what does that mean? What does that mean? I'm looking at the roster now. I'm looking at Cat Friendly. And again, the players that are, if they have to clear 250 grand, Frank, stop. Stop looking at your feet, buddy. You don't want me to talk about Ryan Murray anymore? Hey, you leave those feet alone. You leave those feet alone. We're going to polish them up. We're going to take pictures and we're going to post them on the doggy internet and you're going to be a millionaire. We're going to sell Frank feet pics. People are going to buy those. Thank you for stopping to lick your feet. You're a very good boy. You're very handsome. You're very, very handsome. What was I getting at? I don't even remember. Really doesn't, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. We were talking about the salary cap. I don't know how it works. I don't know how it works. All I know is that I'm looking at if they have to clear about 2.5 in that ballpark million dollars, the only players on the roster that do that, Brett Kulak, he's not going anywhere. He's 275. Warren Fogle, 275. He's still my guess. Yes, Pugliarvi's at three. Uh, according to a couple of the guys over at Cult of Hockey, I believe it was them. I want to give the right guys credits. I think it was them. They were talking about a couple of different moves they could make that maybe you send Derek Ryan down to Bakersfield that wipes off his 1.2 and all of a sudden you start getting a little tricky. But I don't know if they were doing that math before or after this Ryan Murray thing. So it all comes back to the it all comes back to the question of what are we going to do here? What are we going to do here? How are we going to do it? I don't know. When I look into my brain and f- try and figure out how the Oilers are going to solve this without moving a roster player, this is what happens. I don't have any ideas. Wait a minute. Who are you? I'm just not smart enough to figure out this problem. But what I do know 
to wrap up this quick, quick uh, reaction episode of the podcast is just today was a weird day in the land of being an Oilers fan. Today was a weird day. Sam Gagne, he had a hell of a season last year with the Detroit Red Wings. 81 games played. He had 13 goals, 18 assists for 31 points. I was just like, you know what? Having him back in the mix, just it makes way too much sense. Way too much sense. I loved the idea of it. Man, did I love the idea of it. I all, But that said, Winnipeg snatched him up. They got a good person. Sam, unfortunately, you got a lot of bus rides coming in your future, my guy. They do not have the technology nor the airport to get you airborne as often as you need to. So you're going to have to have a lot of bus rides out to Brandon and then out. That sucks. But the good news is, the good news is, Sam Gagne is currently 33 games away from his 1,000th game. He's going to get that this season in Winnipeg. And for a guy that, man, he just had so much hope uh, attached to his name when he was drafted six overall in 2007. It's just, I'm happy for the guy. I couldn't be more pumped for this dude. From the times I've been lucky enough to talk to him on Real Life and Oilers Nation Radio, he's just been the kindest guy. So to see him in the NHL, I'm happy for him. Am I hurt that it's not with us? Yes, I am. Yes, I am. But on the flip side, we do have a new toy to talk about. Ryan Murray, if you remember, taken second overall in the 2012 draft right behind Nail Yakupov. If you remember back, if you're old enough to remember, back in 2012, the conversation was, should the Oilers take Yakupov at one or should they take Ryan Murray at one? The consensus pick, no matter how it turned out, no matter what anybody tells you, Nail Yakupov was ranked first overall. The Oilers went up and did what everyone expected them to do. Well, 10 years later, 10 years later, we're going to look at Ryan Murray and what could have been. What could have been. Ultimately, we're going to see how he does. We're going to see how it does. On Oilers Nation Radio today, I set the over-under at, oh, fuck, was it 45 games? 45.5 games, or was it 55.5 games? I think it was 45. Does he play more than half the season? I think he's got a good chance to do it. Last year, again, played 37 with Colorado. They They just got a deeper team. Is he going to be good enough to keep Philip Broberg out of the lineup? That's what I want to see. That's what I want to see. And now... I'm just happy that us old boys, us old fans that have been around for a minute, you young whippersnappers that just don't know, Waz, I'm thinking about you. Now we'll know. Yak or Murray? Well, we'll have had both. It's just like Taylor or Tyler. Only Shirelli can tell you for sure. The answer was neither. We'll see. We'll see. Frank, thoughts? Do you like Ryan Murray? Does that mean no? I think it means no. Again, competition on the left side, cheap deal. Really, really low, like low risk gamble here. It's a really low risk gamble from an Oilers perspective. The high side, the upside on this deal is probably low as well. Looking at Murray's career stats, his career high in points was with Columbus in 2018-19 when he had 29 points in 56 games. In 2019-2020, he only played 27 games, 9 points. 2020-21, he was with the Devils, 48 games, 14 assists. And last year, he was with Colorado. So we're not going to get a big offensive output here. His fancies aren't uh, spectacular either. If you're a fan of the fancies, I'll pull them up for you here. Um, So I think what we're going to get is just a guy who's he can contribute defensively. He's going to be okay in his own zone, and he's going to add some competition. Last year with the Avalanche, he was sporting a 48.1 Corsi 4, averaged 14 minutes on ice. So he's a third-pairing defenseman. To his credit, though, his ozone start times was 39.3, which means all of his starts were in the defensive zone. All of his starts were in the defensive zone. So 
Is that always going to be used here? Is he even going to be on the team? I want you to let me know. I want you to let me know once you listen to this emergency podcast and say, bag milk, thank you for doing that. It was Friday afternoon on the long weekend. I thought you were going to the lake, man. Well, I am, but we'll do that tomorrow. And today we'll just talk about the news that happened here in Oilers land. One, Gagne off to Winnipeg. I'm sorry that had to happen to you, Sam. But I'm very, very happy that you're still in the NHL. I'm just sorry you had to end up in Winnipeg. Two, welcome to Ryan Murray. Second overall, those of you that wanted to pick him in 2012, hey, that's time release. That's one of those time release capsules. Just took a little bit of time to get there. So I want to know what you think of the day. When I rank it, if I'm going to rank it out of Nugent Hopkins, the signing of Ryan Murray, mm, I'll give that a 69. Nice. I just think like it's a passable move. It's a low-cost gamble. The upside isn't there. So it's a passable grade. It's just not sexy. Sam Gagne signing in Winnipeg. I give that a two out of 93. And that's only because it hurts my heart. I'm very happy for Sam Gagne. I'm very happy for the dude that he's still in the NHL. And I think that people of Winnipeg are going to absolutely love him. But it makes me sad. It makes my heart hurt. I just feel like, I just feel like we, we could have used him. We could have used him. But... The good news is we are inching towards training camp. We are entering towards training camp and we still have got that trade coming. Again, Puckpedia, they're saying we need to clear up about two and a half million bucks-ish, roughly. You know? Need to clear 1.19 plus sign McLeod. So if McLeod's a million bucks, that's 2.2 million bucks. Somebody gotta go. When is the next reaction episode of the podcast coming? Doesn't seem like it's going to be that far away, you know? Doesn't seem like it's going to be that far away. In the meantime, I'm just going to ask you to go to the link in my social bios, Twitter, Instagram, or on the website. Check out the Better Late Than Never gear on my shop. It's the Bag Milk Industry Store. 100% of the profits of that going to the Edmonton Humane Society this year. I'd love to raise more than a thousand bucks. Last year, I raised 615, which was a very, very cool. Uh, Mark, for me, I was hoping for 500. I'd like to double that this year. Is it doable? Maybe. I just need your help. If you could help me share those links, I'd be very, very grateful. And in the meantime, enjoy the long weekend. Enjoy the long weekend. I hope you enjoy the little bonus podcast before you take off doing whatever you're doing. I'm Bag Milk. This is episode 41? Uh, 42? 42. Doesn't really matter at the end of the day. Reaction episode. Ryan Murray's an oiler. Sam Gagne is not. How do you feel about it? How do you feel about it? Tie tie. Why won't you kiss me?